Hello and welcome to Really Well Women with me, clinical somatic educator Heidi Hadley and naturopathic doctor Sarah Wilson. Really Well Women is here to educate, empower and enhance the health and well-being of women who have many demands and yet they want to take care of themselves from the inside out. Enjoy our podcast as we delve into all areas of health and well-being. So are you ready to find out more? Let's get started. Hello and welcome back. So in this episode, we're going to talk about entrepreneurship, which we're both very excited about because it's something we're extremely passionate about Um, and really just wanted to mention this because it's so exciting, uh, entrepreneurship. It's, you know, when you have an idea and then you see it blossom and grow into something real it's very very exciting but really entrepreneur is a word that gets banded around a lot it's it's the in thing it's a pretty trendy expression to use but really it's a fancy word for somebody that's got lots of ideas and wants to start up a new business and will execute it and do it that way um, and I found personally over the time been very inspired by seeing new moms um, come into my practice either for different forms of massage or for somatics or for me to actually teach them baby massage and because they've got a whole new um, like priorities and a different view on their life they're coming in and they're actually wanting to change the the norm that they've lived in for a while so they don't want to go back to that nine to five job they want to spend more time with their family so you start seeing those creative juices flowing and you can see them thinking what business can I create and that sort of thing And also another area that I'm seeing at the moment, and I'm sure you'd agree, Sarah, is with the um, coronavirus that's that's around, we're starting to see people thinking outside the box. So becoming quite entrepreneurial, as it were, and they're having to adapt and change their business plan quite quickly on their feet as they go in very uncertain times. We're just having to change as we go along. And so we're seeing more things online. And what I'm loving is that people are just doing it. They're getting going, you know, instead of procrastinating and thinking about it and overanalyzing it too much that it kind of goes into a paralysis stage, they're just getting it out there. And then once it's out there, over time you refine it because that's what it's doing. It's about getting the idea and just going for it and then changing and adopting and refining it from there so what are your thoughts on entrepreneurship Sarah entrepreneurship is something obviously like you said we're both super passionate about and I think it's something that naturally comes during these different transitions in life which is why we're talking about it because whether you get out of a relationship or your job situation changes or you have a health issue that you recover from or you become a mom whatever happens it's really you're forced to take a different perspective on things. You're forced to think about things differently. And because work takes up so much of our life, I find it such a natural place that we start to focus. And people think I could do this better. I would like my life to look differently. I believe that I have something that the world needs. And that's really how I think entrepreneurs kind of come into form is we start to see a need and we start to recognize that we have the ability to fill it. And then we get really excited and we start to kind of dive in. And I think it's also really important to note that entrepreneurship isn't the answer to all of those situations, because we're going to talk about both sides of the coin today. As much as we get so excited about entrepreneurship and supporting people and building them up and helping people run their own businesses, there's also many moments in time that I've been talking to people and they come out of a health transition or a relationship transition. And they're like, awesome. I'm going to start my own job. I'm going to quit my job. And they have 
cushy multi six figure incomes. Mm -hmm. And they think that they're going to be able to just replicate that doing entrepreneurial things. And I really do in those situations, push them and ask them questions, but what do they actually want? Right? Because if you have something you want to bring into the world, that's not there, it's not easy to go and get a job. But if you want to use your skills, but you just don't like the culture of where you're working, or you don't like a boss or something like that, you don't like the environment you're working, you can take those skills and apply it to a different company that you might be much better suited. And still be extremely passionate about it, but not having all the pressures to run a business in addition to do your craft. Because in there's a book called The E-Myth Revisited oh, that I love. And he talks about how we're technicians who have to be business owners when you become an yeah. entrepreneur. Like we love the technical work, but we have to run businesses. And so I'm always jealous of people who have their their technical work that they can do. And it's so fulfilling to them in so many different atmospheres that they can't even imagine leaving that environment and going into doing their own thing because entrepreneurship is hard sometimes. And there are so many ups and downs. It, it, you're right. And the thing is people only see the um, highlights. They see the best bits and they don't see the, it's a roller coaster of emotion, isn't it? You're up and down. There's a lot of sacrifice. There's a lot of, a lot of hard work that goes on behind the scenes. And, and sometimes, you know, um, the, the income that you may generate gets sent back straight into the business. So, you know, to get the flashy, if you see people with the flashy cars and the flashy clothes and the jewelry, you realize at that point that actually, you know, if that's, if they want to pre present their wealth in that way, then fair enough. And we're not judging, but what you do know with a lot of people with the, that entrepreneurial journey that they're in is that a lot of them will plow it back in. Mm -hmm. And there's this entrepreneur in the UK that um, I've always admired and his name's Peter Jones. And if anyone's listening from the UK, uh, you'll know him off um, Dragon's Den. So I've, I've followed him for years and years and um, read some of his books as well. And he basically talked about how, and there's also a, uh, entrepreneur in Australia called Janine Alice and she's got the business boost and she's got businesses all around the world like Peter Jones has and the two of them basically the key things they talk about is living a very frugal life and and basically putting that money back in because I know in Peter Jones's instance he when he first went into business he basically would put it into fancy cars and flashy jewelry and when the business started to tumble he basically was sleeping underneath his desk in his office. He, every, he lost absolutely everything um, because he'd not created a firm foundation within his business. He just had it as an outward show. So it's really uh, getting the idea that as an entrepreneur, it's really about the, the financial bit is a nice benefit, but it's about doing it because it's a passion and it's driving you because you actually, as Sarah said, you see that need. You actually want to serve people and you want to help them. If you're chasing the money, you're going to lose heart very quickly um, because it's more about the passion and that's why we do it for. Um, and, and yeah, and what Peter Jones also said, I just mentioned this is that if you do want to set up a business, but you've got a regular nine to five job that's paying all those perks of sick pay, holiday pay and things, he said, do it on the side, do little bits as you build up, because as soon as you give up that regular income and the job that you're wanting to grow becomes your bread and butter, as it were, um, you lose that passion. And, and that's when it becomes very, very stressful. So it's having a, a very, um, being quite strategic and quite planned in your approach because the grass isn't greener on the other side at times. And if you have come from a situation where you've been employed, 
to then become an entrepreneur and have multiple things that you have to do. You have to be the marketer. You have to be the business strategist. You have to um, create the ideas. And if you're in a stressed mode, that creativity will be gone. It just dries up. So that's why it's, it's also personal development is a massive area um, of, is of, of an entrepreneur. And I always, like, I love a core value. You guys will notice over and over again, I talk about core values because I think it gives you so much clarity on so many different things. But oftentimes when I'm talking to people about choosing their entrepreneurial paths and journeys, I go back to core values. And for me, stability is a core value. Again, we've talked about this in the past, but financial stability is something that I craved for a lot of my life and I have wanted to kind of hold and create. But at the same time, freedom is a stronger one for me and the ability to bring into the world and empower people and live my passion is a stronger core value than stability. So those things will always be in conflict. But when you know that, if for example, I know someone very well whose stability is a much stronger core value than freedom or anything else. And so they went into that entrepreneurial side and just absolutely mental health took a toll. Everything took a toll because they didn't realize that stability was actually that most important thing. So it's also when you know those values, you will also be able to know kind of more what you're looking for. I know that I could not be in an employment situation with all of the ideas and have and all the things I want to bring into the world and being so such a stickler for my patients experience. Like I know exactly what that needs to look like. And so I really struggle to hand that off to anyone else. And I know that I want to be able to create my schedule however I want to create my schedule, which doesn't mean I'm not working a lot. It means that I'm working whenever the heck I want to work, not Mm -hmm. whenever someone else tells me to work. And so it's also weighing those core values a bit too and understanding, okay, am I actually wanting again, like, do I want a job change or do I want a business? And they're, they're two totally different things. They are, they are. And I just thought because of you mentioning that and the core values, maybe we could tie that into looking at maybe four aspects within an entrepreneur, because you're bringing out things that's making me think, actually, there are four clear, distinct phases in that. We can bring that out even more. I mean, I don't know if you'd agree with me on this, Sarah, but um, the four that I'm thinking of is like, first of all, our attitude. Mm-hmm. And then there's a, that creativity. And then there's a really important one of relationships. And then I'd say the fourth one's organization. So I, I thought, could we break those down and just look at those in a bit more detail? So that first one is um, attitude. Um, because if we look at an attitude, exactly what you were saying, we were just mentioning before is it's having that positive attitude. And even when things are getting tough, like at this current moment of recording, we've got the coronavirus and everybody around the world has been impacted. So it's the way of how can we just continue to ride through this storm uh, Mm -hmm. and keeping that positive attitude. Uh, It's having that confidence in ourselves and believing in ourselves and that sheer perseverance, really, um, because it's that determination is that we always want to make things happen for ourselves and for others. Um, And also looking and thinking, uh, how can we serve people at this time? How can we really support them? What can we use in our, our strengths and our skills to support people? 
Definitely. And with that, like the attitude and the creativity, I think they go so hand in hand as well, because we can be so positive and have so, so many ideas that we go, go, go and drive ourselves into the ground. And so I think with the entrepreneurship too, there's also a huge piece of self-awareness around that, around recognizing our limits and our boundaries within that and saying, okay, I'm really positive, but I'm also going to be realistic with myself and define boundaries around it so that I can keep that creativity. Because everyone I've talked to, myself included, goes through a period where you're so excited and you're so positive and you have so many ideas and you create, 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 you go, 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 go. And then one day you wake up and it's gone. And you're like, I don't have any ideas. What is happening? What is going on? Because creativity is fundamental. It is a foundation, uh, an absolute Mm -hmm. core foundation to being an entrepreneur is having new Mm -hmm. ideas, having ways to support people, bring new and better things into the market. And when you're totally burnt out, it is really, really hard to kind of live that foundation and bring that into fruition. And, and I think that's that's a really good point because um, this is tying in with the mindset as well, isn't it, from season one, where we've got to c- take care of our mindset because of that, um, you know, that attitude and that creativity. We want to keep that going because I'm, I'm sure you've had this, Sarah. I know I've had it, is that when there's been times where there's been a lot of stress and at the moment we're all going through that, um, it's really having to pull the reins on everything, stop, do our own sort of recalibration of our mindset, looking after our emotional health, mm-hmm. stepping away from everything, just looking after our mind and body. Because when we come out of that stress response, the ideas start flowing again. Because what I know for, personally, if I get stressed, my sign is that the ideas stop flowing, which in some instances may be a good thing for my husband because <laughs> there's always ideas. And as I've said before, the business coach and my husband are always saying, write it down. Because <laughs> that's all. And as you know, Sarah, I'm always coming up with ideas to you. You guys should hear the back end of this podcast. Heidi's like, let's talk about this and this and this and this. And I'm like, and how does that relate to the topic? And I'm like, I feel so mean all the time because I'm like motherhead. I'm, br- I'm bringing it back in line so you guys can thank me for the 20 to 45 potentially 50 minute episodes and not three hour episodes because if Heidi Hadley had her way we would have you here for 20 years I'm so sorry it's, it's just this I, I get so excited it's like a kid the <laughs> <laughs> and so but the thing is it, it's but as you can see I love it I get really excited we both do yeah. but when the stress kicks in and you know just over a week ago I hit a bit of a low to be honest and I've picked up really well now so I'm pretty I'm feeling a lot better but all of that dried up and it was almost like a bereavement because those ideas had stopped and I was like that's part of my identity mm-hmm. and they've just stopped so that was why I was like hang on let me just stop I need to just recenter myself we need to um, allocate time that, you know, for instance, um, looking at what we need to know off the media and then shutting the rest away and looking mm-hmm. after our own mental health, you know, because this is part of it is, you know, as an entrepreneur, as other people that are running business and things, we are interested in what's happening in the world because it has a direct effect on us and our families and our friends and our business. So it's getting that fine balance. But that's why I'd say those first two attitude and creativity it's really nurturing and looking after our mental health. 
But I was thinking maybe after the break, uh, we could discuss the other two um, topics and then just flow on from there and let our juices just flow and whatever comes out on entrepreneurship will make it happen. So More ideas coming your way. <laughs> Do you feel that tight muscles are affecting your movement and posture? Do you feel that you have recurring pain or injuries? Would you like to know how to reduce pain, improve your posture, increase your mobility, and develop mindfulness? Allow me to teach you the total somatics approach to health and wellness within my online program. In the comfort of your own home and at a time that suits you, we can start creating healthy changes. To learn more, go to totalsomatics.com. Welcome back. We are going to continue talking about really the four foundations of entrepreneurship. And one of the ones that I am so passionate about, I well, I'm passionate about organization, but I don't actually like to do it. But relationships, I love, love. (laughs) (laughs) But from that side of the coin, relationships are so key because whether I'm working with my employees, whether I'm working with my patients, or whether I'm engaging the community, having strong relationships is foundational to being an entrepreneur. And it can feel really lonely, which is funny enough, that's how Heidi and I kind of met is because we both joined a female entrepreneur group and I put out a call to like, hey, anyone else working in the health sphere? And then we just jumped on a call and the rest is history. But it's it's really interesting for me now, this relationship one is is massive because I just moved from a really big city where relationships weren't prioritized, people pushed past each other, and you really had to fight for your relationships to a small town where it has been a breath of fresh air. Like even for me in this period of time where business is slowing down, I reached out to two people that I met through a talk and I was like, hey guys, I just want to support other entrepreneurs right now. We need relationships. We need to create this community. We need to support each other. And then they knew people who knew people who knew people. And now we're doing this whole thing to, to support people. So it's just so fantastic um, when you really understand the power of relationships in the context of entrepreneurship and you embrace that because for many years I didn't and I've just started Mm. now coming into the space where I realized that there's so many people who are craving that relationship opening it up to them and seeing the power of it it's just it's so it's so important it is and it's it's that connection that rapport with people isn't it and it's generating and creating that genuine rapport and as you say it could be with clients or patients or customers it could be the your employees or employers um suppliers partners um, and there's other businesses that you deal with within that spectrum and and i've got to say that um what's really warmed my heart and if anyone's listening thank you guys if you've done this but because of everything that's happened again with this coronavirus the amount of clients that have reached out to me over the time, over the last week or so because I've had to temporarily shut the doors of the wellness center, but obviously the online presence is still going. But the in-person contact, uh, I'm not seeing at the moment. And so those clients have been reaching out with the most loving, kind, generous, really lovely expressions. And that's what it's all about, those relationships, because they know how much we put into our business. They know that it, we live and breathe it, really. It's like a baby, in a sense, but, you know, not as important as a real baby. Um, but in that sense that we I don't know, nurture. it keeps me up at night. It literally sucks the life out of me sometimes. And the it money brings sometimes. me joy. <laughs> that's right, yeah. That's true. I don't know if it's that much different. <laughs> But the thing is, because that's what we've generated, um, it it is such a passion and they see that in us. So they feel it for us too, don't they? But 
Um, I, I don't know if you'd agree with this, Sarah, but I, I find that with the relationships that we have in business, it's that everybody's important. We don't have that snobby aloofness at mm -hmm. all. Everybody's role is so crucial, you know, um, and if we didn't have that, I mean, that is really the, uh, the engine of a business, isn't it? Is cr the parts that everybody plays within a business or within that chain of a business that are happening. Um, and you, as you mentioned, we, it is a lonely path sometimes being an entrepreneur running, running businesses because you have lots of these worries and concerns. Uh, when, when you may speak to your friends that have got a, like a regular job and they ask you, how's your work going? You know, I'll often go, yeah, it's good. It's going all right. Because mm -hmm. behind the scenes, there's loads going on. But actually, it can bore people <laughs> if, you, if you start breaking down. Well, I've got this policy and procedure that I've got to do. And then I've got this marketing strategy that I've got to do. And, you know, they, they really it, – it, if that's not their area that they're interested in, um, it can shut off. So you, you, you have to kind of find those people that you can bounce off and network with uh, when you want to talk about the business side of things in that element. And um, it can be really difficult to, to not have people who are deeply passionate about what they do surrounding you because it can be really hard to understand why someone is working so much and why someone is taking the risks that they're taking and uprooting their lives and spending their savings and doing all these things. Um, it can be really hard to find people who understand that and who are like, yep, I'm with you. Let's do this thing. Um, and because sometimes that's all you need is to mm -hmm. say like, okay, I believe in you. Like I'm very lucky to have the husband I have because I've done that multiple times in our relationship. And he always says, I believe in you. You're successful. You are such an amazing doctor. You help so many people. Like he sees all of the outcomes of what I do. And yeah. so he's so supportive and he's like, yeah, let's do what we got to do here. But when you don't have that, and there are plenty of people, friends that I have, entrepreneur friends that I have, patients that I have who have partners who don't support them. Um, and they don't have those really strong relationships like we have in the entrepreneur space. And you just see the impacts of it, I guess. You see mm -hmm. the impacts of positive relationships and why you need positive relationships, but you also see the impacts of the negative relationships. I guess that, that's what I'm trying to get at there. And also that they, that we do, we, cause it's something we're constantly working on. I'm sure that will come into the organizational side of things. <laughs> that fourth point, here we go again, how it flows from one to the other, but um we need that support system that they understand that we were trying to schedule time. So we make sure we got time for family and recreation and for work. Mm -hmm. But there are times where, you know, it's, it's, there's a constant battle of uh, trying to get that balance really. And it's having, as you say, that supportive um, network, a partner that's there that's able to kind of help you and, and not be jealous of the time that you're putting towards the business because they see this as a whole family um, approach that and it, it's a lifestyle thing really when, when we're looking at this you don't just clock off it's a lifestyle factor and there are perks to it you know you may be working in the evening but you can have the day free Mm -hmm. You know, you can get your meat, as you've mentioned, you know, you can get your meals together as a family throughout the day. Yeah. So there are those perks there. Um, and there's, just, oh, I was just going to say the guilt too. Like that's the mm -hmm. other side of the coin is 
there can be resentment about how much you're working and when you're working. But I also see so often moms, especially, but not only in the position where they take time out and they carve time out for their business. And then they feel guilty the whole time because they feel like they should be in that other role. Yeah. And, and I was just going to say, before we go into the fourth point, I wanted to just thank you as well, um, Sarah, because this is why it's so nice having that bouncing back and forth and support because um, we know where we come with this, you know, we're like on that same, uh, have that same understanding because, you know, again, harping on about what's been going on, but it's affecting everybody at the moment. But over the last couple of weeks with the virus, that's really taken effect and it's impacting businesses. Um, it's been really nice that, that we've been able to reach out to each other because we are creating something that's a passion of ours. It's, it's, yeah. it's in our blood. Mm-hmm. So to see things kind of contract a little bit, but they will bounce back. We see things contract within the, like the clinic setting. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it does hit us. It does hit us because it's, it's basically what our passion is. It's where mm-hmm. our ideas flow. Um, and it, it's just nice to have somebody that you, you don't have to explain it in great depth because they just get it. Yeah. A hundred percent. And that's in any area of your life too, right? Focusing on those relationships and finding people who just get you without explanation. Um, And it's so rare to find it, but when you do, holding on to those relationships is just so massive. It's so important. Yeah. Yeah. It is. Well, should we flow on to number four? Because uh, this is this is what happens on the outtakes, isn't it, Sarah? We just talk. It takes us an hour to get ready to start the recording because we're just chatting. <laughs> but on the fourth, it's about organisation, and really, it, this is the bit which is the boring bit. Uh, but it's the having those organisational skills because, again, when you've got a really good business, uh, that's the engine of the business. It's the policies and the procedures the systems that are in place you know all the bits that you want to yawn your head off to but Mm -hmm. they're the bits that keep the business running Mm -hmm. so you know there are different things you can take those policies and procedures and you can replicate that in other businesses then if you if that's Mm -hmm. what your plan is is to to replicate your business plan for instance or your business but it's it's making it run smoothly because when you have that structure it makes it easier to run it's a really stressful if you have no structure it's pretty chaotic. It's, it's the same as having it with children, having mm-hmm. a structure, having those boundaries, having those routines. It's sometimes you can see a little one will resist. They don't want to go there, but you know, long-term that's going to be beneficial for them. And it's beneficial for us in a business setting for our physical, emotional, and mental health. And organization comes in outside of just systems as well. Um, it comes in, in having work set work times and having an organized space and like we have to do accounting and all that kind of stuff as well right so keeping organization around that and it's also being able to bringing in the health aspect it's being able to organize your time as well so that you can prioritize those other things so that you can feed yourself good healthy foods that you have time to cook and clean or not necessarily if you want to hire someone to do that that's my life goal um but so that you have time to take care of yourself and do all these things and organize to know where that fits in if you're constantly feeling overwhelmed and just collapsed under the pressures of what that looks like because no one creates your day for you that's it's a huge thing there's no one who's checking in on you saying, did you do this? Did you do this? Here's your task. Here's your assignment. And so with that, if you struggle 
to put those pieces together, to string things together, to understand how your day needs to look to accomplish health goals, life goals, be with your family and get your business done, then it's, it's tricky. It's really, really tricky. And yes, you can learn it to some degree. That's something I do think you can learn. Um, but it's also something that it's so much easier when it comes innately to you. And um, do you mind me just bringing this in? Because it kind of just makes me think about this is that, and we talked about it in um, season one with mindset, is that with business, it's 80% mindset, 20% action and processes mm -hmm. and all those sorts of things. But the thing is, if we're finding that if we're, it can be either in a career setting, it doesn't have to be within your own business. But if you're finding that you're starting to live in that hamster's wheel and the hours are starting to dial up and you're really, really cranking those hours up and getting very little sleep and very, very little attention for other people. I'd suggest you stop if you can reassess, look at your priorities and remember it's 80, 20 principle, 80% mindset. So how much personal development are you actually doing because the personal development is so powerful when it comes to running a business because mm -hmm. of everything that we've discussed already but Sarah and I have talked personally in the past about lots of things with business and um, different factors and observations and things and we've, we've often talked about how we, it's very easy for people to get, and we could include ourselves in this, to get caught up in this treadmill. And yet we have to pull ourselves back and go, why are we doing that? It's an addictive pattern, you mm -hmm. know, to kind of keep doing. And it could be you come home from work and then you're really busy doing stuff on the house. And it's an addictive pattern of wanting to stay busy all the time. You know, there's that adrenaline just coursing through your blood. Goodness, that dopamine is, hit of the reward, absolutely. right? Because we get yeah. so much reward from what we're doing. You keep yeah. getting that hit, that hit, that hit. And, and, and thinking why we need to stop and analyze and go, hang on, what is the, what's underlying? What's actually making us do this? Is there something emotionally, you know, if there's, mm -hmm. have we had some trauma in our past? Is it that we're having to do this to please people, to prove ourselves to somebody? Are we being our authentic self or are we doing what somebody expects us to do? All those sorts of things. Because that's, if you're finding that you're getting caught in this exhaustive wheel of working all the time, please, please stop, reassess, look at what's actually going on. And you've already mentioned about core values, Sarah, mm -hmm. look at your core values. Are you ignoring your core values and starting just to push past all that? Because our mental health is so important. And I know I think probably said it before, I'm saying it all the time, is if we're on an airplane, what's the first bit of advice that they ask us? put the oxygen mask on yourself first mm -hmm. before you help other people. Mm -hmm. And it's the same with everything we do in business and we do in life. We've got to make sure we take care and look after ourselves first, because then we'll be better for our business, for our family. And we're going to get longevity out of everything, you know, and, and enjoy the journey. It's not about the, the end result. It's about enjoying it as we go. Definitely. And with that, I think that leads so seamlessly into the takeaways for today's episode, because mine largely revolve around that. I think my big takeaways is know those core values. I have them up in front of me at all times. They are on the board in front of my desk so that I always check in. If there's a project coming in, if there's something I want to do, I look at the values that I have and see if those align because that's going to feel less exhaustive. 
My other takeaway is know when you don't want to be an entrepreneur. We talked a lot about what entrepreneurship is and takes, but sometimes you just need to change your environment that you really do value that paycheck. You value the routine. You value having a team of people always with you working alongside a bigger vision um, and that you agree with. Sometimes that's what you need. And it's not necessarily going into entrepreneurship, which I know is shocking given that this is an episode about entrepreneurship. I see so many times people feel like that's what they should do because it's trendy and really suffer physically and mentally from that. Um, And my final point is just know your boundaries and set them and hold them. It is the hardest thing we do. It's a huge mindset obstacle that we have as entrepreneurs, but it's really important to understand what what boundaries you need in place to live your healthiest life, to keep your hormones healthy, your mindset healthy, your body healthy, all those things, defining that first before you define what your workday looks like is critical. Yeah, brilliant. I was going to say, my my points I'd add on to that actually, Sarah, is first of all, having that positive attitude. So when times do get tough and we're all experiencing that now, is to just have that belief in yourself, that perseverance. And the important thing with a positive attitude means that we need to be feeding our mind with positive thoughts, uh, entertainment, material that we're reading, music that we're listening to. And even you'd agree, I know you'd agree with this, good food, really good nutrition and movement and exercise and doing all those sorts of things because that generates that positive attitude. It keeps our vibration up, our energy up so that we can just keep persevering and getting through this. And then my second point would be to be like a sponge and just keep learning off everybody. Always be a student, that perpetual student. You're always learning because we never know enough. We can always learn that bit more. But the more that we soak in from our environment and the more that we listen to and the more we read, it just helps us either on a personal level or on a business level or on a a relationship level with different people. It's so, so important. And then finally, imagination. So we've talked in the past about visualization in season one, and it's so important to keep that visualization practice up, even when times get tough. Still, you know, who cares if you get called a dreamer? It's if remember, we've talked before, there are things that we look at now, and that's all comes from somebody's imagination. So keep that imagination flowing, keep that visualization going, because this hiccup that we're currently going through now around the world, that will change. And with it's people that have got the imagination and the vision for the future that are going to help to to get us all moving again, um, into a much more happy environment. Uh, And again, it's, it's, being happy now if we can as well on a daily basis not looking into the future but taking care of ourselves and those around us on a daily basis wonderful and on that note if you guys have any questions about entrepreneurship we are more than happy to ask and answer them if you had a specific area that you wanted us to speak to feel free to send us an email reach out to one of us on social media um and don't again create a community around this. This is always what we want to do is have conversations, the good, the bad, the ugly, and create community so that no matter what you're doing, you never feel alone. And on that note, be well, everyone. Thank you for joining us today. To learn more, go to reallywellwomen.com and connect with us. Also spread the word so we can increase the feeling of really well women all around the world. So until next time, Take care.